I'm Maddie. I'm Ryan. And this is what? The Mutant Ages. Where are we? A show. Wait, it's on. a show. It's a podcast. Are we recording this today? Yeah, I think so. I think we should keep recording it because we got to get through the Wolverine anime. I keep on coming up with ideas of other things we can do. We're so close to the end. Yeah. We watched episode 10, which is called Shingen, but it's not about Shingen at all. Back when we were young, we experienced a change. We felt a power grow in us, both wonderful and strange. The power to care about the X-Men and the mutant brotherhood. All of their adventures, more than anyone should. From the comic book pages to the Why why is Shingen in I this? I don't I really feel like they made a mistake by calling it Shingen. Like genuinely. I feel like they named the episode the wrong thing. Do you think Shingen is the main character of the next episode? I was reading the episode descriptions and I think the next episode is where Hideki finally dies and then Logan like starts fighting Shingen. Oh, that sounds like something that would happen. So maybe that's why the next episode is called Kurahagi because that's what Wait, he- so there's two episodes left. Are we going to wrap up any of the plots they started other than like him climbing up the stairs? Literally who killed Asano? You asked me that yesterday and I was like, we're never going to find out. We're never going to find out. <laughs> also, how is AIM involved? Is that going to be explained? No. Is anything on this show going to be explained? Okay. AIM apparently developed like a shitload of technology for Vidaka that's used on this episode for no reason because he still dies. I could not. Like the technology is like special glass that is impervious to adamantium somehow. What? Don't know how. (laughs) Did you miss that? Like Logan tries to stab him in the face and it's just like. I didn't think about it until you said it right now. I was like, wait, why did the adamantium not work until you just pointed that out right now? And I'm like. Wait, what? <laughs> Aim like figured out a piece of glass that they could make that like Logan would stab and it wouldn't work. But then later in the episode, they just stab him again. And that does work. It's also it's a piece of glass that no one can see at all. Yeah. It's like perfectly invisible. It's perfectly clear. And it's also the same perfectly clear glass that is around Hideki's stupid little floating platform that makes <laughs> him look like a Final Fantasy villain. That whole thing was hilarious. Where he's like floating around the battlefield. It is really funny. Like he's basically Magneto now where he's like on a little metal square floating around. I don't know what is happening in this show. Like I messaged Maddie listeners and I said it's been five episodes of them trying to go up some stairs. Like, what's yes, happening? We just can't get to the Dragon Palace. I mean, basically, since we got to Madripoor, it's been them like trying to walk across it, and they like can't do it. It's literally the dumbest shit in the universe. It's been twelve episodes of nothing. Mm-hmm. Omega Red was filler because they had too many episodes to fill, and I was like, this could have been wrapped in two episodes. I mean, I don't know. They could have come up with some more interesting ideas. They don't spend enough time. They don't time. have any interesting ideas. They have zero interesting ideas. Also, we forgot about this in the Hell Road episode last week, but there is a moment where Logan's like, oh, Cyclops could have just like flown us to the Dragon Castle. 
And Yukio was like, well, the jet would have gotten shot down. But like the jet has a cloaking device on it. I, like, I don't know. It would have it's... just landed there and they would have just immediately solved this. This is just a video game. Every episode is a different level. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, for some reason, we just don't have access to that ability in this level. So we need to like do this for some reason. It's so stupid. It's unbearable anyway we have watched this episode and we're going to talk That's about right. it there's no previously on the x-men because he's previously on the x-men Logan and, right, and i'll wrap Yukio. it up for you okay sure. it, previously on the x-men mariko and logan are in love we don't know anything about mariko and then shingen her father's like you have to marry this other guy and now logan's like i gotta stop mariko from marrying that guy the wedding. so let's go to magic poor yukio and yukio's like okay and who are you yeah and then they walked across <laughs> magic poor for six episodes and now we're outside of ganador's castle mm-hmm. also there's this guy ko here who is yukio's grandfather that's actually the only important piece that i would mention is that yukio talked about her past where she was like yes. you know my grandfather's abusive and he trained me mm-hmm. to be who i am now like a expert assassin ninja killer yeah and he was obsessed with like trying to kill kurahagi who is hideki's dad and also and then that guy died unrelatedly of old age and ko is like well i'm gonna kill his son then because fuck that guy yeah i would just just be crazy and he's like we need to return power to madripoor this is a crazy plot line to me because because it is like Madripoor. I mean, it's always going to be a shit show. That's the point of this particular country made up for the Marvel universe mm-hmm. is that it's supposed to be like full of drug lords and mafias and all these other things. Like it's supposed to be just a setting that is an endless den of iniquity. Like that's kind of the whole fictional purpose of the setting. I'm not saying that's like a good thing. Yeah. But like that's what it is. That's the purpose of the setting. Yeah. And like there's been multiple people that have been in charge of the island in the comic books. And it's Tiger Tiger right now. It is Tiger Tiger, right? Yeah, I think so. I think I feel like I Googled it last time we talked about it. Yeah, because I was was. like, I'm pretty sure it's Tiger Tiger. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, it may as well be Ko, I guess, because I don't know who that is. And it may as well be Yukio. I mean, so anyway, there's this other little girl named Min who's kind of become the Yukio replacement in Ko's heart, where he just found this other random street urchin whose history and situation we literally never learn and apparently never will in this episode. Yeah. She just has become also trained to be a fighter from birth by Ko. And Yukio has sort of observed this from afar and is like, what's up with this little kid? That's also important, I guess, is that this is a min episode. Also, she has psychic powers, but that's not going to matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> not going to matter. Not going to matter at all. Also, Kikio is a gay guy who really wants to sleep with Logan and Logan kind of wants to sleep with him, too. But he feels bad about it because he knows he's supposed to be with Mariko. Well, OK, so Shingen sent Kikio to murder Logan and yep. Kikio's like, I can only do it with honor, but like keeps on coming up with the reasons why he can't fight Logan. <laughs> so it's getting so funny. Like Kikio keeps being like, you seem a little tired. So I'm going to go ahead and say we can't fight today either. Um... Let's hang out though. Let's get some food after this. Like I, yeah, it's like I kind of feel like what? he just wants to hang out with Logan and that's what's going on. He does. And in this episode he finally gets to. Like this is the episode where Kikio's just like, "You know what? We're just friends now." <laughs> 
I mean, I feel <laughs> like, like there's going to be nobody actually stating that in this episode. I mean, in the series, I think this no. is as close as it's going to get. But it's like, I, I'd say we, this is maybe the only thing we've ever predicted correctly on the show is that this, in this episode, Kikyo actually starts helping out Logan and well, Okay, Yeah, but we knew that was going to happen because Kiki was such a stereotype of other anime characters who always okay, start off as we like. we have tried to predict other things and haven't succeeded because the show okay, doesn't have a plot. It's because if you look at it from like an anime perspective, you're like, yeah, that shit's not going to be resolved. And also the stereotypical character is going to become Logan's friend instead. Mm-hmm. They all do this. What's the name of the guy with the fucking vortex hand in Inuyasha? I think he also has a situation. I've never seen Inuyasha and I never will. I mean, I don't, but it's funny how often you're referring to it on this show. I don't know. There's a lot. I mean, it's the same well, show. It's because there's a Kikyo in well, both shows. They kind of look yep. similar, honestly. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think that's where the similarities end. Wearing kimonos. <laughs> they both have long hair. I don't know. The list goes on. After this show, I'm not. Well, no, we have the two other animes that we're going to watch one episode from. But. Mm-hmm. I was going to be after this. I won't be able to make all my anime references from the 2000 era. Yeah, it's going to be so sad. We're not going to be able to make any more 2000s era anime references. I know. I mean, I don't know anyway. what's going to happen. So Kikyo's here. He's gorgeous as fuck. Mm-hmm. And Logan's like, his lines are really gay. And I just changed them <laughs> to make them completely gay. In which mm-hmm. case, Logan mm-hmm. says, Kikyo, I'm here to mess around with Mariko, not you. And Kikyo says, you're distracted. <laughs> You would be thinking about her, not fucking me. There would be little satisfaction in this scenario. It's been decided that we will finish later. Yeah. Logan's like, okay, fine. Here's my number. <laughs> I, okay, so like, I don't know if you wrote down the actual lines, but they're pretty close to that. If you want to read what they actually are. Sure. I mean, Logan says, I'm here to find Mariko, not mess around with you, which is a pretty sexual line regardless. Right. And Kikio says, yes, you're distracted. You'd be thinking of her, not the battle at hand. There would be little honor in defeating such an opponent. It's decided. We will finish later. And Logan goes, okay, fine. Take a number and get in line. Also a sexual line, I would argue. I mean, like, my version was just straight up gay, but like it's not that different from what I it's said. It's pretty homoerotic. Right? Like, I would it say that pretty, like those two, what I said in terms of dialogue versus what was actually said, just moving some words mm-hmm, around, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I feel like you don't even have to because it's it, it just already is the, the 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 subtext is there. Yeah. So anyway, Logan walks past Kikio because he's trying to get into the and his high heels. Did I you think hear he's that? He's wearing cowboy boots. I think like oh, literally. I think he's been wearing cowboy boots this whole time. So he's got high heels on. Oh, well, that makes sense because it's like completely silent. And you're like, yeah, I was like, yep. Logan, did you put on high heels? And he's like, listen, I'm really short. <laughs> I mean, he's I think he's been wearing them the whole time. I genuinely think he's been wearing heeled cowboy boots the entire that ex- time. Wait, that explains why he's so short that he wears ca- heeled cowboy shoes all the time is what you're telling me. Yeah, but he's still extremely short, even with them on. Whereas on this show, he's actually really tall. Yeah, I know. He's like taller than most characters. Just one of the things about the show that I don't like. Only that? Only that? That's the only part of the show That's you don't it. like? That's the only thing. Okay. That's the only thing. Um, So he walks by Kikio. There's a long silence while we hear Logan's little cowboy boots. Where they almost kiss. And then Kikio, it just goes, do you really believe it'll be that easy? And Logan like pauses. <laughs> Logan just goes, 
Yeah. And he does, which is honestly so funny. Like, Kikio's like, you think you could just walk in and walk out? And Logan just goes, yeah. Yeah. And it's so good. Like, I love that Logan just says that. And Kikio doesn't respond. And then who comes out but fucking Hideki? On his on a floating fucking Super Smash Brothers platform. I don't that understand he owns. how the platform is floating. I don't know either. What is this technology? It's gonna, it, we're like, going to have a lot of Hideki be super gay here, too, where Hideki's like, yeah, well, if it isn't the big. Bad Wolverine. Sexy Logan with his big muscles and his big mouth. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, what is going on here, Hideki? I mean, he's so loud that Ko is in the middle of murdering people in the background. He goes, Kurahagi! Hideki's like, you can't fight me because I'm so good. <laughs> and like Ko starts walking over from like far away in order to get to him. Do you want to explain this next piece? Because I didn't even realize this is what was happening until you okay. sent, sent me a message. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, like explain is a tall order. I don't think I can explain that at all. So d- listeners, do you remember like many episodes ago where... Kurahagi had this little vial of purple goo, which I guess is maybe the same goo that he hit Logan with in the very first episode that debilitated Logan for a day. So then later he like shot that guy and that guy turned into a zombie and he was like, I'm going to use this unconventional gun on Logan. Which he didn't do. Which he didn't do. He used to have done some other dude And we were like, what happened to the purple vial of liquid? And we think maybe he gave it to one of those guys who was supposed to shoot Logan when Logan got there. Well, he did that that gay little flick at a dude and the dude caught it. And then the dude never used it because a door fell on him. Yeah. So I guess they just didn't bother to animate this but apparently Logan took the vial from that guy and stuck it in his butthole and he's had it there this whole time and like pulls it out like literally reaches down the back of his pants and pulls the purple vial out like it's pretty I don't know I thought he was throwing a dagger and then when it hits the glass that's in front of Hideki I was like why did that explode into blood and Maddie's like he threw a vial I was like what where did he get that well they show him taking the vial out and I was like oh my god is that the fucking purple vial why does Logan have it does he even know what it is literally nobody knows like nobody knows it was never explained to him I know and also why does he think that throwing the violet Kurahagi would work like he doesn't know what he has I don't know what he's even doing and they don't explain it the only reason why we have any kind of well, we only know there's one kind of purple vial on the show so in that sense we know what it is but like why would Logan know what it is it's stupid yeah and it's like if we as the audience didn't know from a previous episode it's just not explained in this episode so if you came in and this was like on TV oh you would have no clue why Logan was pulling a purple you'd be like what did he just throw they don't explain it. You would think it was a dagger like Ryan did. And then he, it explodes upon impacting. <laughs> I have been watching this in order. I mean, so have I. And I don't have much of a explanation. So there's like a completely transparent glass box around Hideki that is blocking things from him. I think it's also connected to this long glass strip sticking out of the like the ground. Building. Yeah, I see. I wondered that, too, because I was like, is that how he's floating? Is these actually secretly Well, because they do a really weird shot that kind of looks like a Pink Floyd album going into the box. And I was <laughs> yeah, like, wait, I didn't what understand is this? what I was looking at in that shot either. But I know what you're talking about. I don't know. And so Hideki's just like, Kikyo, when are you going to get around to earning that salary from my father in law? And kill him. And Kiku says, Shingen. But Shingen knows 
Shingen. 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 Ryan. Shingen. All right. So Kikyo says, <laughs> Snowman. <laughs> All right. So Kikyo says, As Shingen knows, I only kill when honor is involved. Call in your other executioner. And Hideki's like, Okay. <laughs> and then the fucking statue is back. Yep. We watched the statue for, for 10 20 minutes, minutes of like, this it's episode. Insane. Like the statue is walking so fucking slowly. This episode is 20 minutes long. And for five minutes of it, we're going to watch the statue walking. Yep. Slowly. Literally so slow. It's so boring. And Logan says, I hate this stinking statue. And like me too. Yes. I don't understand why it's here. <sighs> and then Hideki's like, well, I know you're dying to get to my straight wedding. You're not on my wedding list, and security's tight like my butthole. I'll let you catch the bouquet. He actually just said the line about the bouquet. He does. He's Maybe like, if you can too. get past Fidaka, I'll let you catch the bouquet. And I'm like, so wait, is Logan on the list? What is this line? Like, this is so stupid. I don't know. Also, by the way, this line reminded me of that other thing Ko said, where he was like, we're going to sneak in the wedding with disguises. That never happened. That's never going to happen. <laughs> Do you remember when he said that? I was actually thinking about that when he said that line. And I was like, I was like, wait, are they going to still sneak into the wedding? Yeah. Because that is hilarious. It's so funny. And also, like, why did Ko say that? They couldn't even get there. Like, this what? show is so disjointed. This show just has random lines that don't affect anything. Like, characters just say things. You know, it makes you look at Wolverine and the X-Men and say, that confusing plot line made sense. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most confusing show I feel like we've ever seen. Because I'm like, <laughs> no one's plans add up. Like, it's almost like real life where people just say shit and they're like, well, that didn't work. But it's like so unsatisfying to watch a television show like that where you're like, wow, no one has any idea what the fuck they're doing. And people are just dying randomly. The mystery of Asano's death is never solved. Omega Red showed up at an inconvenient time. It's like the worst. Like, it's terrible. I don't know what is it's happening. It's chaotic. You know, it really is. It's. I mean, comic books can do some random shit, but this is, this is like... This is just the pure chaos of like ping pong balls hitting against each other and you don't know where they're going to end up. Like, I know, right? There's no plot. It's just random shit. Truly. <laughs> we said that, I think I said this before, but there's that South Park episode where they're like trying to figure out how the Family Guy episodes are made and they're like, we have these manatees that pick random balls <laughs> and put them together and that's the scene. And it was like, it's a good South Park joke, but that's also like what's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> well, in the case of Family Guy, it's an, it's like which jokes they pick, I would assume. Like which random references they throw in because it's always just random references. I don't know. Every single time I try and watch Family Guy, I'm like, I can't follow what's happening because it's just like... It's random shit. It's like random shit. I mean, shit. that's the joke. Like that was a time period when random was like the way that all comedy worked where it was like, oh my God, you're a bucket with an alligator inside Uh oh that's exactly like jeopardy being hosted by will ferrell and it's like what what has happened and then like we go to jeopardy like that's family guy to me yeah no it is i would argue that like the first couple seasons of family guy like had a, they had a plot had some actually jokes it started and- out with a plot and then eventually they were like okay people love it when we just say random shit so we're gonna do that i know what happened is that that family guy team just left when they got canceled the first time and went to make american dad which is a phenomenally better show that's what i've heard i haven't really seen yeah, it it's it's funny roger is great but that i wish roger was on this show because it would be so much more fun if he was just in the background cosplaying 
explain all the other characters. I don't even know who that is. Roger. Okay, <laughs> let me just explain that Roger is the alien, an American dad who constantly is dressing as like five thousand other characters in the background. And like, because well, he's like trying to blend in, right? I mean, isn't that sort of a joke? Right. I just imagine Roger now in the background as all these miscellaneous characters. Like, if Roger, okay, if Hideki turned out to be Roger, that would be on brand. But first, <laughs> we're gonna cue up some of the Devil May Cry boss battle music oh with like a title God. splash that says return of Vataka and he's stronger now because he has a scythe yep so so he just starts swinging it around and Hideki leaves on his little platform and Logan's like shouting after him and he's like I but he still cancel the wedding and Hideki's like I'm already gone dude um meanwhile Ko is still heading towards Logan in the background he'll get there eventually this is a video game Logan dodges a thousand attacks it's so boring he tries to claw Vidaka. There's a glass visor over Hidaka's head, but it's completely transparent and immune to adamantium. And then he tries to claw Vidaka in the stomach. And for some reason, that also doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Vidaka has like one of those super grown Power Rangers villains. You know, like when Rita Repulsa is like, time to fight the Megazord. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's the other way around. Rita Repulsa makes one of her villains big at the yeah, end of each yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they call it the Megazord. And then those villains always have the same voice that is like, Wolverine, you must die. That's the only thing Vidaka says in this whole episode, but he says it multiple times. And also, just like, in case anybody was wondering, I don't know. So Vidaka knocks Wolverine across the courtyard, yep. and Yukio's like, Logan, get the fuck up. And he doesn't. He just keeps lying there. Okay, wait, hold on. I love that the whole palace is shaking, and everyone who's inside for the wedding is falling down, going, What the fuck? Yeah, the entire dragon palace is shaking. The entire hell road is shaking, and like stones are falling on top of people. Like the entire island is shaking. At well, this we're point. not even at that part yet, yeah, because Agent, Agent Smith, because there's a whole bunch of them, <laughs> is standing there going, Please calm down. The wedding ceremony will go according to plan. This is all normal. And then <laughs> okay, Mariko but we has get it one, one line. line from Mariko. Yep. Don't forget. Don't forget Mariko's one line. She's wearing her wedding dress, which includes a white cloak that covers most of her face and body. <laughs> Just me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking cloaky is on Mariko. And she's like, be safe, Logan. Live and try to forget me, which is, again, identical to literally every other time she's talked in the entire show. I just all she ever says is there's nothing I can do, but I hope Logan survives. But I hope he forgets about me because there's nothing I can do. I have to marry a gay man and be unhappy for life. Like, that's it. All of her lines are that over and over. And it's like, or my favorite line when she Logan can't (gasps) die. He can't die. He will be safe (gasps) because he cannot die. (gasps) Okay, I would love a conversation (gasps) between uh, Dr. Sasaki and Mariko where it's like, (gasps) (laughs) dr sasaki is a significantly better character in every way like i loved her she's actually like a great female villain mariko is is. not a human being on any level like comparing those two characters in terms of writing and representation is like proof of how mariko doesn't exist you know what i mean like she is a stone pillar she is no one she is just like a recording a tape recording of a woman saying my fate is sealed logan please live like attached to the wall like that is who she is like she is nothing so what you're telling me is that she it's somebody has taped a recorder to the wall onto like a cardboard cutout of a woman yeah on on and logan is like is this my girlfriend and it's like and it's like Logan. logan you're just sticking your dick in a glory hole yeah, it's it's because Logan's gay. 
And he just, this is it, you know? That's all he has. All right, so Logan is busy doing foot stuff with the statue, speaking of. He is doing foot stuff with the statue. That's the actually true. The statue is stepping on Logan, and I don't even know what how he's doing this. So he's stepping on Logan, and his foot is, like, the entire size of Logan? Yeah, but Logan's able to, like, push back on it. I'm like, what? Yeah, so Logan <laughs> has super strength now, as of this episode. Yeah, he does end up throwing a lot of concrete in this. He is Captain America, like, grabbing the fucking helicopter. Like, that is Logan in this scene. Uh, Logan does have a very gay line here where he goes, the bigger they are, the harder they are. I mean, the harder they fall. <laughs> It's just in the background rubbing her temples like Logan. Can you stop saying one-liners and just kill this guy? Because I'm so bored. Like, okay, but so then Logan uses his magic strength to throw Vodkaka by his foot across the courtyard. And I was like, Like a what? fucking wrestling throw where he like flips a huge stone statue over his head. Seriously, that happens. The stone statue is the size of a tower. Like what Logan is happening? doesn't have super strength, but on this show he has the ability to fly or like super jump, like fucking early Superman. He can fucking get yeah. Captain America super strength people. Like he can grab onto a flying axe with his claws and swing across like a city block. I, like I don't, also I he's don't seven know feet what's tall. Happening. And then Vedhaka shooting spikes off its shoulders. Oh, so I didn't understand that either. I was like, so Vedhaka has the ability to like shoot huge log shaped spikes at people now like that's how big they are i don't why i i don't know i don't know where they come from like they don't even bother to animate it his shoulders oh his shoulders i think it came out of his shoulders i think they were part of his shoulders and they keep regrowing for some reason because this statue is also magic i like how you got that (laughs) i just was like where are these from well you know at least you covered the vial i'll cover the spikes right you know between the two of us we may be able to piece together a show well we forgot a brief scene where min looks up and has a psychic vision of logan and then goes back to fighting did you notice that scene oh is that what was happening i I just thought she was like i I thought she was like the whole room was shaking because it was that it Vodhaka like juggernauts into Logan and then <laughs> Logan smashes into the wall and then the whole thing cracks and starts fucking falling apart <sighs> like the whole gate. I don't know. And that's when Min grabs Ko and they're like, we need to get out of here. And he goes, OK. And then we see literally the people that came with just die because the rocks fall on them. Yeah, everyone dies. Like literally rocks fall. Everyone dies. That's it. Yeah. And Niku's just standing there watching this, which is hilarious. Okay, She's and like, Kikyo's standing there watching this, which is also <laughs> hilarious. Like, throughout this, they've periodically cut over to Kikyo, who's just sitting on a wall casually, like, this <laughs> okay, looks hot. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> also hilarious, inside, Hideki's still getting ready, and the people, it's like shaking, and people are falling down, like the shit's falling off the yeah, walls. Yeah, like the women who are getting Hideki dressed are, like, falling over, and he's like, what's taking so long? Oh, yeah, and they're, they're like, like, we can't you- even get a purchase, like, on your clothes right now. <laughs> I know! Because we're falling over. And they're like, are you sure you want to go through this? And Hideki's like, I'm getting married! Shut up! And leave me! Nothing's going to stop my straight <laughs> wedding! And I was like... He does literally scream shut up at them, which is pretty funny honestly they're just like falling down because there's a fucking earthquake yeah like everyone outside is falling down repeatedly so min is checking on ko because he fell down also and he's a thousand years old by the way everyone everyone just fell down because there's like an earthquake and then like yukio walks over 
and just glares at Ko because she's like, I don't blame her at oh, all. This fucking guy. <laughs> she's like, this fucking idiot is here now. I know. And then, and then you hear Hideki like come back out. Now he's wearing nice clothes, and he goes, Von Haka, is Logan dead yet? Okay, but this is actually a moment where everyone does think Logan is dead. I For know. the next two minutes, everyone thinks that, which is very funny. Well, I don't think anybody actually really thinks that. Yukio's just standing there waiting for him to get up. Well, Yukio doesn't think that. Yukio knows he's not dead. And, and same with Kikyo. Yeah. You know, and then Ko is like, he sees Hideki and he goes, there you are. And Hideki goes, wait, is that Ko? <laughs> okay, so then Hideki is like. So he knows who Ko is, but we knew that because he called Ko on the phone the other day. Okay, wait, hold on. This is hilarious to me because this animation just wasn't even done. So it was like Hideki goes. All right, get out here and kill him. And then, like, upon him saying that, oh my God. 3,000 like Agent Smiths guys. just, like, teleport in. They're just suddenly there. They literally are there within one second. Like, as Hideki is like, kill him, with a suddenly thousand a guns. thousand guys are there with assault rifles, every single one of them. And they all start shooting. All of them are like, like, it's like assault rifles. Like, everyone would be dead instantly if this happened. I mean, it really is the Matrix where, like, he just uploaded some dudes into the mainframe and they're just all shooting. It's again a video game all of them spawn also the bullets aren't hitting anybody no. because min is too busy doing some like fucking trinity jumps around them and she throws ko behind a rock yeah somebody is shot somebody who has no name yeah somebody with no name who's one of the revolutionaries is shot and min runs over and is sobbing and is like oh my god this guy without a name died and yukio runs over and is like min you need to get out of the line of fire you fucking idiot and in this moment <laughs> i was like wait how does yukio know min's name do they know each other that's never going to be answered by the way also ever. i love the fact that there's like approximately 200 dudes with assault rifles and none of them can hit these three people standing no, out none in of open, them can hit any of <laughs> them which is hilarious to me okay so then we get like a kind of fun series of shots i would argue where we see yukio take out her chakram and then we see all the guns suddenly get sliced in half and we're like oh yukio must have thrown her chakram but no it's kikio with his blade extended and he's like standing in a dramatic like ninja landing on the ground pose and he's like yeah. guns are for cowards worse than cowards when they're used against children have you no honor and it's like him. oh my god i love him so much he's perfect and then fucking hideki's like kikyo <laughs> because kikyo has now officially like destroyed all the guns except not because there's like a million other guys and also is kind of like not part of his team anymore right, exactly. so there's that and then all the rest of the guards like run down the steps and they're like take the woman out first because they know Yukio's the strongest person there also logan gets up and so yukio like kills a thousand people with her chakrams and then logan shows up and is like hey I'm alive. He just like, and Yuki was right. like, can even... you fucking fight? Like, stop also, messing around. Did you love how like Logan gets like a full fucking drum solo? Yes. Like an extremely long drum solo plays. And then Logan walks out and he's like, you all look surprised to see me. And Yuki was like, no, I'm surprised you're not fucking helping. Like, what is happening right now? I Nobody knows what's happening. And Vodhaka stomps back out. He's screaming Logan's name. Yeah, Vodhaka's also still alive. I'm pretty sure Vodhaka and Omega Red are the same voice actor. They may as well be. Actually, I'm going to look that up because we have time. We do. And I feel like <laughs> when he walked out and screamed Logan's name, I'm like, he sounded a lot like Omega Red right now. Okay, no. Okay, it's Jameson Price and he only plays Vidaka. I can't find Omega Red, though. Omega Red is played by GB Blank. Okay, so it's actually two different guys. Wow. Okay, well, that's fair. <laughs> well, they're doing identical performances and you can't really blame <laughs> them because the material is shit. So, so Logan walks out. He goes... 
you just won't take no for an answer, will you? Sexy. And Hideki's like, now, Vodhaka, what are you waiting for? Kill him! Okay, and then for no reason, Ko walks over. He's like, Vodhaka just walking up the stairs normally. He's just walking around into the line of fire. Like, what is he doing? I don't know. It's hilarious. And then Logan's like, this made me laugh actually really hard. It's probably the only moment that I thought was well written where Logan goes, I'm the best at what I do. And what I do is, and he just gets punched across the yeah, courtyard into a too. wall. He, he he doesn't complete the line because Vidaka just punches him out. <laughs> I was like, that's good. I liked that. Yeah, it's fun. But then for some reason, Min jumps in front of Ko. Well, because Ko is sitting in the path of Vidaka for no reason. He's just fucking standing there. He's just being a prop that gets in trouble so that Min can like sacrifice herself for him, which is what happens in this scene. It's so stupid. And Min jumps in front of him. And she goes, stay away. You hear? Don't dare touch him. And then Logan goes, Oh no, Minson. Like now he's calling her Minson. And then Hideki's like, Kill them all. And then the statue just punches Min into oblivion, and that's that. Yeah, like she <laughs> dies instantly. He punches her once and she flies into the air like a Super Smash Brothers character. Like literally, she flies into the air like that. And it's like and then comedy, like but it's supposed screen. to be really serious. And it's like, KO. And then it cuts over to fucking like Vodhaka doing a victory pose, yeah, twirling and like, around. And like you. Yukio and Logan clapping like a really annoyed face. I was going to say Logan are clapping <laughs> yep. in the background. Oh my god, I love it. The statue punches her into oblivion and then we see a shot where Ko suddenly looks like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, whoops. My little child soldier died. That might be a bad thing. Yukio catches Min. Yes. Which is great. But it doesn't matter because she's already dead. I thought she well, was going to live. in the process of dying. Me too. But she doesn't. I, we're going to get to what our dying wishes are, which I'm pretty sure are not going to be fulfilled oh, in the show. Oh, absolutely not, but... which I love, but it, it's fine. We'll get there later. <laughs> anyway, Vodhaka is still attacking Logan, and Logan's blocking his scythe with his, his scythe with his claws somehow. Kikyo runs over and knocks the scythe out of Vodhaka's hands. With the and katana. just goes, someone had to end this, because Kikyo's just <laughs> bored. I know. Kiki was like, I can kill everyone here without an issue. This is just ridiculous at this point. Okay, then this hilarious moment happens. So, like, Kikio has cut the scythe in two, so now it's just a wooden pole. And he flies up and lands on the broken part of the pole like it's a fucking bird perch. And he's just standing on it and, like, monologuing. And it's such a funny shot <laughs> where he's just like, I know you're just following orders. But when those orders are to attack children, you have to be put down. And then he runs up and tries to, like, stab Vidaka right in the head. But it doesn't work because yeah. they still haven't managed to break the glass somehow. They need to hit it, like, five more times because it's a boss battle. Well, but then Logan and Kiku, I didn't write down They have a lot. gay exchange where they're like, they do. you're like, pretty they hot, are just flirting. so are you. Let's do it. And then they, like, do a little <laughs> dance together where they're, like, spinning around with their blades. And Logan's like, I'm surprised there's a soul in there somewhere. And Kikyo's like, right back at you, sexy. Well, they, like, wink it's at each ridiculous. other. I'm like, okay. I loved it. I'm not going to lie. I love this whole part. It's fine. No, I did too. <laughs> I love everything with the two of them, and I wish that was the show, and it is not the show. It only is the show like 2% of the time. And Hideki's in the background going, ha, 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 with entertainment like this, who needs to order a wedding band? Because I, I didn't really want any wedding stuff anyways, because I really just want to watch these two guys fight. And what better wedding gift than Logan's head on a spike? I just wrote down <laughs> Hideki going, ha, 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 I want head from Logan for my wedding. <laughs> anyway, Vodhaka is still shooting spikes at Logan, who's running around like an idiot. Logan's done nothing during this battle. Nothing at all. And nothing Yuki was busy holding Min, who's, who's asking for Ko. Yeah. And Ko says he's there. And Min tells Ko and Yukio that they need to try and forgive each other. 
And they don't agree to it, and then Min dies. Well, Ko says, I promise we will. And Yukio just stares at him and like, Yukio just um, glares at him. No. Yukio's like, yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> because, and, well, there's like a line, like right after this, where Yukio goes, this girl never had a chance. Not here, not in this place. That could have been me, you asshole. Yes. Like, that is kind of like, she's like, you just basically found another little girl yep. and fucked her up and then she did die. And like, what the hell is up with Ko? Like, why does it have to be a little girl? Like, it's so creepy, isn't it? It's really weird. Yeah. And then Logan and Kiku see that the Min is dead and the music goes crazy and then Kiku is like, yeah, I'm done playing with these guys. Let's team up. I want to use my wind powers. Yep. Which is hilarious. He shoots his fucking wind out of his sword and Logan announces it like he's the Pokemon announcer. Like, Kukio, like, <laughs> uses his wind out of his sword. He's like, Razor Wind. And Logan's like, and Logan huh. screams, Kikyo's using his wind yep. attack. Just like Ash Ketchum. And Logan's, like, turning his baseball hat backwards. Right. And then it hits him. And then Logan literally says, it's unaffected. And I was like, oh, my God. It literally <laughs> is. Like, Logan goes, that didn't even phase him damn like it's literally like it's not very effective like that little box pops up i know it's so so then logan starts taunting vodhaka and then kikyo sneaking up behind him and reveals that he's got like a second sword in his other arm which i thought we already knew like this was like a dramatic reveal that like he had a sword in the other hand and i was like didn't we always know that he had two swords like one in each hand you know honestly i don't remember at this point because i don't care maybe we just assumed that the whole time because like logan does why wouldn't kikyo have blades on both sides i don't know because kikyo then says until now i've only revealed to you half my strength and then he whips out the other sword and he does an x because it's the x-men and he's like that's right i didn't even think about that but now he's doing a double gust and then logan lands on top of vodhaka's face with a huge spear that got which where the fuck did he find that no i think it's the um scythe that's been cut in half i literally don't know it's like a thousand feet long though yeah but the spikes that he was shooting out of his shoulders also are like a thousand years long okay i don't know it's stupid uses the spear to shove it through vodhaka's mouth and throat and and stick him to the ground and he dies and then logan does have a line that i like where he goes no there's a statue I'm no art critic, but I know what I like. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious, too. I actually really liked that I thought that, that was line. very Logan. Yeah. That's, like, on par with something he would say. Yes. And Kiku's just standing dramatically in the smoke with his hair blowing in the wind, saying, it's over. Yeah, he looks beautiful. And he's like, oh, my God, my hair looks so good right now. And the final line of this is Hideki going, it's not fair. <laughs> and Logan responding, what's wrong, Kurahagi? Getting wedding day jitters? You should be. And it's like, dun dun. Shane. Dun dun. Dun dun. Dun dun. Okay, why dun, is this dun. episode like, called Shingen? He's not on the episode. Not even he's one not, time. But I do like the slashes at the end show close ups of everyone's faces, like gasping, except for Min's, who's just super dead. Min is fucking dead. I could not believe she died. Literally. <laughs> I was so surprised by this. Well, hey, there's a twist that actually worked it on you. It did work on me. I mean, Ryan accidentally got spoiled on this because he Googled Min on his own and like saw that she died. <laughs> well, so, it was And like, he was very kind and preserved the surprise for me, which I appreciate, by the way. You know, I just didn't. I think I read it in this immediately didn't care because. <laughs> okay, so I Googled. I was trying to see if she was from the comic books initially and then. And then I was looking something up, right? Yeah, well, probably it was, it was during like, last week's episode because we were trying to see if she was Amiko, who is this other character that Yukio adopts. Right. Yes, it was It was then. And it, I like all it said in the summary is like, 
Min's like a feisty girl from Magipur who dies at the hands of Vadhaka. And I was like, oh, well, there you go. Yeah, it's so fun. It's like when we looked up Asano because we were trying to figure out who he is. And the first sentence of the wiki is like, Asano is Logan's friend who dies. And we were like, uh, <laughs> OK. Well, that's because nothing else happens with these characters. I know. There's so nothing not else like to another... say about her. She's a prop I mean, Can you dies? say that the, the information that we read was wrong? No, no. Min, it's completely Min true. Min is a feisty girl Who dies at the hands of Vadhaka. That's it. it. That's all she, she is. She doesn't do anything else. The only person purpose of Min as a character, as it turns out, not to be the princess of Madripoor, as we had originally thought, it's to die so that she can be an important lesson for Yukio about how she was in the right for leaving Ko. That's fucked up. We already yeah. believed that. I didn't need Min to be here. Like, at all. Also, Yukio literally is the princess of Madripoor, which is, is hilarious. Though? Well, she technically should be, because Ko is supposed to be, like, the ruler, right? I don't know, Ryan. I don't know. Wait, who? I don't Literally, know. that hasn't been explained at all. No, they explained, like, fucking Ko's deal. They explained with, that oh, he wait, wants but... to restore rightful rule to Madripoor, but they never say oh, who that is. you're right. You're right. Okay. And, and Logan points it out and he's like, oh, so now you just want to be the ruler? Why would I support that? And then like Ko doesn't answer. And Logan's like, I want to be the pretty princess. And we're like, <laughs> okay, well, that's fine, Logan, but that's not the point and right then, now. And then like an episode later, Logan's like, why did Ko lie to me and trick me? And it's like, Logan, he told you literally everything. Like everything was told to you. Yeah, I don't know. This episode is another one out of five X's. Unshocking to anybody here. I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to shock the world and give it a two. You know why? Because I thought Kikio was really fun in it. I had a pretty good time watching him. Okay, well, Kiki, we can get a five out of five. I don't care. Well, I'm, I'm, that's, that's bringing up the average for me. There was a lot of really fun Kikio okay. stuff in this app, so I'm willing to give it okay, a two. Fine. That I'll give said, it a 1.5. No one should watch it. It's not good. <laughs> like, I don't. It's not a good app. I guess like, somebody just, dies in this as a major plot point, and it's boring as it's fuck. Because I'm like, who the it's fuck surprising, is surprising, but it's not surprising in a cool way where you're like, wow, what a it's twist! Kinda like, okay, it's like, what was the this? point of this? You know, like it's it's yeah. a surprise because I don't understand the plot of the show. You know, right. like it's like things are just happening. Remember when Logan took the vial out of his butthole? That was pretty good. Just kidding. It was terrible. I mean, would you call it good? <laughs> like what? I, I was joking. I don't know what it was a is. joke. Why did Fadaka come back? That was also stupid. Like, what the hell? I mean, because they had to do the boss battle part two. It's a video game. Like we battle Omega Red twice. We battle Vataka I mean, twice. As you keep saying, we still can't even manage to get to the fucking Dragon Palace. We're like, going to battle Shingen twice because we started at Shingen and now we're going to end on Shingen. I guess. Who else did he fight? Like a thousand dudes. Okay, but Shingen also was like, I can't kill Logan because it's not honorable. This show is so fucking stupid, dude. Like, why? <laughs> Couldn't all of this have been resolved in episode one? Like, what? No. Yes. No. Well, could Mariko I... have just been like, wait, I have rights. I'm a human. I'm not going to get married against my will. Bye. Like, what is happening? Well, Mariko is just like, she doesn't have a personality. She's not interesting. We don't know anything about her. Like, we don't know why Logan's like, I like this personality less woman and I want to marry her to prove everybody that I'm straight. Mm -hmm. But like, it's meanwhile, fucking Kikyo in the background. And Kikyo is like, why are we doing any of this? I'm going to Google it and see if Asano's murder is ever revealed because I can't fucking stand that. No, don't do it. What if it is? I won't tell you. Okay, fine. Well, tell me if it is, if it is revealed. And then she screams, you're right, Ryan. It was Yukio. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Am I right? Okay, wait, do judge you, you by the way wait, you're giggling. do you want to know? No, I, I'll be surprised, but it sounds like I'm, I'm going to be right, judging by your reaction. Okay, no, I looked up the wrong thing. So I'm looking up what I didn't realize was the case. 
shocking reveal, Asano is in the comics. His name is Asano Kimura. What? I know. I never found this until right now for some fucking reason. So here's this. Asano Kimura was a Japanese secret agent whom Wolverine met when he worked for the Canadian government. He described Asano as one of his oldest and best friends. Asano was murdered by Yukio, prompting Wolverine to hunt her down. Oh. So I just read that and I was like, holy shit, it was Yukio? But then I realized I was reading the wrong Asano. So now let me look at the correct Asano. But it probably is that we, was this in that story it's in the it, comic he must have been there for like two seconds we're gonna have to reread this i think we should just reread this arc and then talk about we it we absolutely on, should so now i'm reading like i kind of want to do it. it's pretty short like it's not that long it, and i've read it very recently and i'm happy to read it again because it's actually really fun to read where do we know i'll have to look it up it's i mean i know it's on marvel unlimited so i can just read it there mm-hmm. but that'd be fun if like we finish this up and like and now we're gonna read the associated comic because that will be better than the show yeah I I don't know who killed Asano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be revealed on the TV show. You know why? Why? Because we read Asano's Wikipedia for the anime and it doesn't say in there. Except it actually does say the answer. We just didn't finish reading it. Anyway. Uh, okay. Who's gay? <laughs> so it's probably Yukio. Well... I won't say, but the listeners can draw their own conclusions. Uh, we won't say who it is, but let's, <laughs> we, we won't say who it is. Here's the Who's thing gay? about this, though. Why would it be Yukio on this show? Why would that be? Okay, so it is Yukio. But why would it be Yukio? I don't know. Who fucking knows? This show makes no fucking sense. Like, that's an insane thing to happen. Why would that be the case? Like I don't know. I don't in the know original comics, it makes sense because she does it and then she meets Logan later and she's like, wait, I'm working for the wrong person. I shouldn't have done this. But on this show, none of that happens. It has been so long since I've read the comics in which Logan goes to Japan and all this happens. Well, they make a hell of a lot more sense in this show. And I know it's very short. Like, it is we short. Like, probably read it in one go. Yeah, I mean, I basically did. Like, I kind of feel like I have to read it again and refresh what the fuck's actually supposed to be happening because my version of what happens in the comic book is so confused between what they did on TAS, Wolverine, the X-Men, the movie, and also this this now. And now it's all mixed together and I can't fucking remember what even happened in the comic book. Well, it's crazy too, because if they had just straight up adapted the comic book, it would have made so much more sense than this because it would have just had a plot line that followed logically. Whereas this just doesn't like, they just didn't do that. I don't know why not like Warren Ellis. What happened, man? What happened? Like, literally. I don't know. Anyways, we'll read it. We'll talk about it. I don't know if Warren Ellis wrote the anime or if somebody in Japan wrote the anime and then he did the translation because and then changed the dialogue. Because I feel like you're we're just trying to come up with an with an answer. Well, no, but Todd talked about this when we were watching the X-Men anime and he was like, yeah, if you watch it in Japanese, there's completely different dialogue. Yeah. So I downloaded a subtitle file at one point that was like a more direct translation of the Japanese dialogue. And it was different. Yeah. But it wasn't like extremely clarative or something like it didn't do you know what i'm no, saying but like I it didn't change why, the plot significantly right but i'm saying that i think somebody wrote it initially as the anime like japanese and then they got the translation and then it was warren ellis's job to sort of write what that would be that's yeah, my theory so i think you're right so i'm looking at the imdb in 
further detail now. And it says that this guy named Kengo Kaji wrote the screenplay, all 12 episodes, and that Warren Ellis was actually the story advisor as opposed to like the writer of the screenplay. So I think maybe you're right. And that like this Japanese dude wrote the scripts and then Warren Ellis tried to translate them. And the result is, unfortunately, something that doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, For this. For this, but the X-Men anime is Well, let good. me see who wrote the X-Men anime. So we are going to be watching the episodes of both Blade and Iron Man, the animes that feature Wolverine. I may go ahead and just watch the animes around that anyway, and then just write down notes for the episodes with him in it. Mm-hmm. Because I want to see what happens with Kikyo, because Kikyo apparently is in the other show longer than Logan is. So I kind of want to know what happens there. Me too. So here's some more information. Um, the X-Men anime was actually written by two completely different Japanese people, Mitsutaka Hirota and Hideo Takayashiki. And then Warren Ellis was, again, the story advisor. So we've been crediting him with like writing the moment-to-moment dialogue, but actually, I don't think he did based on this. I'm going to guess yeah. that what he did was just advising on the story, like kind of being a showrunner type. And then those two Japanese writers wrote the X-Men anime. And again, those are completely different people than the person who wrote the Wolverine anime, which actually helps me a lot. It helps explain what the fuck is going on because like we've been placing a lot of blame on Warren Ellis and I want to take it back because like I was not looking at the fully detailed IMDB.com listings here. Because like Warren Ellis, like for what it's worth, he writes a bunch of confusing shit. He does, but he also knows how to do point A to point B in terms of a plot. Like that's part of why I was so shocked by this because I was just like, this doesn't make sense. I was going to say, it's like, this isn't like Joss Whedon where like, it's just shit all the time. I do feel like Warren Ellis' shit is very confusing and oftentimes doesn't make sense. But sometimes I feel like it has the capability to be good. Or or at least it's interesting. Didn't he write the fucking authority? It's interesting. Right? That was him, right? Oh, I don't know. Warren Ellis. Okay. So yeah, I was like, I love the authority. I'm looking at who's writing the individual episodes. This is written by completely different people. So different people wrote each anime, which is actually also kind of interesting. Like they're all actually going to feel pretty different if we watch each of them. Right. That's kind of fun. Wow. Okay. I definitely should have read all this before, but it's fine. Okay. I think we need to watch those DVD extras, you know, the bonus features. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not on YouTube. Okay. And the Blade anime has completely other writers like there's no names in common here other than warren ellis and this other guy named liam o'brien who apparently helped with some of the english translations also i feel like originally i had just made the incorrect assumption that there was a lot of similar creative teams and there are from like a direction standpoint yeah but not in terms of like the writing like clearly they divided it up and like had different teams on each of the four animes, which means they're probably all pretty different from one another in terms of quality, direction, everything else. Yeah. I mean, we'll find out. I think it's going to be an interesting watch for sure. Yeah. It, it also kind of explains why this anime isn't the same at all as the X-Men anime in terms of like the characterization, the plans, the writing, anything about it, really. I mean, it's completely different. You ever think to yourself, hey, Steve Bloom is voicing Kikyo and he's doing a great job? I mean, yes. But is that, what, is that, is that your lead in for who's gay? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> we got to get back to who's gay one of these days and let's do it now.
I mean, there's a lot of gay things going on in this, but the dialogue between Logan and Kiku seems intentionally homoerotic in a lot of different ways. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like the very opening of our show today, I wrote down my translation of what the dialogue was, and then I had you read back what the actual dialogue was, and it was barely different. I just moved a couple words around. Mm -hmm. That is pretty gay, and they're flirting. Like, like throughout this episode, I don't know. I feel like they didn't spend any time developing Mariko as a character on this show. So like they have to give Logan love interest somewhere. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I feel like it's almost intentional. Like, I feel like they are supposed to be kind of queer and a very like Dante hands out with um, Nero. 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 Right. Oh my God, I forgot about Nero. The, I have not because I've seen a lot of fan fiction about those two fucking great seen a lot by accident. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Read an entire fanfic that was gay slash between Dante and Nero. And I was like, how did I find this? Can't stop reading. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> reading Final Fantasy VIII porn again. Oops. Oopsie. Whoops. Oopsie. Whoopsie. Oh, my God. Anyway, anyway, I just I think that it's a really fun pairing because it's like a classic, like, you know, femme mask thing. But also the yeah. Dom sub part is switched, which, I, it, you know what? That just works for me. Like, I just love it. I love it when the more masculine person is the sub and, like, the feminine one is the one who's, like, beating them up. But that is how it always is for Logan. I know, and that's what's so great about it. It's it does, And it doesn't even matter if they're, like, masculine or feminine. Yeah, Logan's the if sub no matter what. They are still the dog. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, that has been made very clear. Mm-hmm. I mean, Christopher. I know, I was just thinking, like, really, like Christopher's like, episode in on was that. so fun because all of us could just shoot the shit about how much of a sub Logan is, and... I mean, this anime doesn't necessarily contradict that. I'll say that. Like, there are some things I mean, things I can tell you that Logan that, doesn't do anything in this ep- anime no, at all. No, he doesn't like, do he's not shit. Very successful. All he does is take it over and over. He just does weird foot stuff with a statue. And it's just, and like, splooshing repeatedly on his over face. And, over and, and, like, and he's like, <laughs> you thought I was going to die. And everybody's like, Logan, can you fucking Nobody thought complete that. the fight yeah. for once in your life? He can't. I know, right? This whole episode, this whole episode, this whole series has been Logan just being trapped in Omega Red's tentacles or like in some other trap that Hideki set for him or he's like sexually wrestling on the ground with Kikyo. I know. Even like Ko seems to be like, how much can you take, Logan? It's like, it, it is very much like Logan is super gay. But this episode, it goes to them. I will also say that Hideki is just continuing to be a queer-coded villain. At least it's like not as bad as it was before where like, all the queer coding was put in a very negative light mm-hmm. like that, that the bad stereotypes of queer coding, like uh, like sexual assault yeah. was like a huge piece of who he was and having very feminine traits and violence nails because he's gay yeah. and, you know, like that kind of shit. Now it's just him like whining from a glass box, which is pretty funny. I mean, he's still super queer, yeah, but it's a little different because he's so non-threatening, which makes him seem a lot more like a Disney villain at this point, which we've kind of said for the past couple episodes. Yeah, I mean, which is fun when he reaches that point yeah. and they like kind of steer away from like the stuff that's kind of gross. I think he's fun in that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it is hilarious that this anime has specifically made a very queer villain who's supposed to be like marrying Mariko for political reasons and it's like, like supposed to be clear that he's gay you know what I mean I like, do. like I think he is I gay. think it is supposed to be clear that he's gay as well yeah right I do too and then I think like you know the American voice actor has definitely like 
amped it up so he's extra And I gay. mean, it's possible the Japanese voice actor has as well. Oh, yeah, I kind of want to watch like one episode in Japanese just to see what it sounds yeah, like. I, I mean, me too. I'm, I'm also like, I feel like we aren't familiar enough with like homophobic tropes in terms of like speech patterns in Japanese. So we might not be able to recognize that. But if any of our listeners know and they're like, oh, yeah, the way that he's talking is definitely like coded as feminine or gay. In yeah. Japanese, that'd be interesting. Well, I think I think it would be on par with a voice that would be like the Japanese version of James from Team Rocket, who mm. is definitely supposed oh, I know to be exactly a queer what you're character. talking about. Yeah, because you know, like how Jesse on in the Japanese version has a very like butch low voice. Yes, yes. For, that's played by a woman, and like James is all is is he's not too far away from the American version where it's like oh da, da, yeah yeah da, yeah, da, yeah. Da, and he still know, has like the like sing song like da 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 yeah I think and I think that maybe by be the case here but I'll yeah watch I mean maybe it will be clear to tell I feel like find out by um invoking Jesse and James actually you're making me wonder about Yukio's acting because I feel like part of what makes her so clearly a lesbian is that her voice right. and affect are so butch and and she's just like not interested in in men at all right. but also she's just a very butch character i love how, i love how i will just like refer to team rocket because team Rocket. It, it's funny like team rocket really was like i mean they aside were from some one Disney of the villains, early like kids shows that had gay characters on it like straight up and like we're i mean there were villains on the tv show but they're like queer icons mm-hmm. you know they i mean they're also like not scary villains you know like they're goofy villains they're easy to do no and they were they've been around for a long time and they've always been like dressing they, there's been a lot of playing with gender roles yep, yep. and stuff like that with the two of them and i know that was written in sort of like a queer coded homophobic kind of way but it wound up backfiring and they're just turned up being some of the most memorable characters in cartoon history you know yeah i mean people just love them i mean including the two of us obviously. yeah i know i mean it makes me sad because I, they're gonna be restarting pokemon with a completely new cast i'm like well what about Je- jesse and james what are, what's who's gonna be around now we need jesse and james mm-hmm. you know i don't really care about like misty and ash and brock they can get old and retire i actually do care about them but they haven't been together like hanging out well, exactly. for a long time and, like, those characters have grown up and they're They've had entire lives and everything. Jesse and James are exactly the same. <laughs> they haven't changed at all and they've learned nothing. They really haven't, which is kind of great, <laughs> great about it them great. because it's like they've just always been themselves. And you know what I mean? I do. Anyway. OK, so now that we're just talking about other shit, let's get to the plug section, shall we? All right. Sounds good. All right. Cool. Should we call him pluggy? He can't get in the air. The AC's on, which oh means, God, means the windows are closed. The windows are closed because it's way too fucking humid outside. Let pluggy sweat, I say. So mutantages.com. Can he sweat? I don't know. I, I said that and then I was like, that's really gross. Is he covered in lube? Like, does he automatically <laughs> sweat lube? <laughs> that's so upsetting. Like, I said it and then I was like, Maddie, that's really gross. And then you seized on it and now I'm elaborating on it. I Yeah, well, I mean, maybe it comes off as... Pluggy also has wings, so there's that. I know, so anyway. like, does he have other, like, what does the inside of Pluggy look like? Does he have organs? I, you brought up the other day Cloaky having muscles inside his cloak, and I was like, what? Well, because you were, like, pointing out that, of course, Cloaky has a Twitter account, which is Cloaky Cloaks, or an X account. Right. Cloaky's a person who would <laughs> insist on calling it X because, like, He's cloaky. He probably turned it into X. Let's be real. Yeah, it was his idea. Um, so cloaky has <laughs> it's an X account. like floating behind Elon Musk being like, I have an idea, Elon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so it's cloaky cloaks. And you were like, how is cloaky typing his tweets? And I was like, well, he's probably just using the little corners of his cloak. 
And and you started being like, well, how is he like strong enough to hit a key if he's a cloak? And then I was like, <laughs> he probably has muscles. I don't know. It's a terrifying thought. Now he's now he's just the fucking like alien from Nope. Yeah, at kind this of. Because he's like <laughs> floating around. Anyway, uh, mutant he's cloaky evil. I don't yes. know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, way more evil than the alien from Nope, which is just you know doing its thing. Yeah. Uh, so, com, everybody. <laughs> we have many ways you can contact us. Actually, we're going to do a listener mail next week, right? We are. We are. So you can email yeah. us at themutantages at gmail.com. We also have a Discord server where you can similarly ask us questions or just participate in chatting about the show, the MCU, whatever. Uh, we got that link on the right-hand side of mutantages.com. We have a voicemail inbox, which is 1-508-319-1668. We play those messages on the listener feedback episodes that we do, and we respond to them there. And we have a P.O. box for physical mail, which is P.O. Box 3344, Natick, Massachusetts, 01760. Just let us know if you send us something so that we know to go drive on over there and check it it out, pick it up, etc. And we're all over social media. We're even on Blue Sky. We're at the Mutant Ages on every platform, and we're individually on there. I'm at Minnie Myers on every platform. How about you, Ryan? Uh, I am Ryan Pagella on every single platform in the universe at this point. I'm not going to say what they all are because now I have to manage like 18 fucking digital accounts. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Elon. This is all your fault. It actually is. It really is his fault. And it's really obnoxious to deal with. But I'm also on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel where I um, go to different theme parks and have adventures, fun stuff. And I got a Twitch. So those are non uh, social media accounts that you can follow. But more importantly, YouTube has the Mutant Ages. And we actually just posted a video over there that's not X-Men related, but it is Maddie and I on an adventure to see garbage. And it's the vlog from that. And Cloakie does make a very brief appearance in the video. It's true, he does. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But mostly it's us dancing to garbage and also metric open for garbage. So there's some footage of that too. You get to see us driving around Boston, yakking it up. It's a good Mutant Ages adventure. But there's other content on there as well as like, we we have been playing through X-Men video games and sometimes I match up uh, clips from this show to the cartoons or whatever animation we're watching. But more importantly, when we do a live stream with the whole cast of the Mutant Ages, uh, that's where you want to see that. And sometimes we do fundraisers over there too. So there's a good amount of extra content if you're new here, especially coming off of one of our most recent episodes and you're doing the backlog catch up of uh, podcast episodes and you're like is there anything else we can watch yes there is you can go to the mutant ages on youtube.com damn straight and you know if that isn't enough and it's probably not because you're like hey i want more i want more go to patreon.com slash the mutant ages start subscribing kick us a buck or two and you're gonna get a ton of bonus episodes bonus content bonus videos bloopers behind the scenes stuff most recently you're gonna get a long episode of me, Todd, and Ryan talking about the first five episodes of Gargoyles, which is a really great TV show from yeah. my childhood. And Todd and I are going to record at some point a cover- some coverage of Secret Evasion, which I've told Maddie she does not need yeah, to watch. Yeah, it's great. I, I so. apparently don't even need to watch it. it. sounds like shit. So Todd and Ryan are going to do I, that she, one. She can just listen to us talk I about it. I actually am really excited gonna... for that. So definitely subscribe to the Patreon. Check out all that that extra stuff. It's There's a lot of good stuff on there. Um, and our highest are Patreon supporters get a shout out every week that's right samuel b and soren b i ha- can't wait to see you at my straight 
wedding. <laughs> Thanks for being my top tier Patreon supporter because that's why you're going to sit in the back with everybody else. That's where you go. Well, the rocks are anyway, falling on your head. I'm beautiful and definitely straight and I like a vagina. Oh <laughs> Hideki's wedding. Is it going to happen? I don't know. We'll have to find out the week after next week. I kind of hope it does. It's like hilarious that they're still getting ready for it and there's two episodes left and like the fucking palace is falling to the ground. So I know it's great. I can't wait for everybody inside to be crushed to death. Um, it's going to be cool. Stoned to death by Hideki's castle. Damn straight. Um, also, if you can't afford to support the show, totally understand it. But please leave us a review or a star rating and share the show with your friends. Tell them what you like about it. Yeah. And that is how people discover the show. That's it. That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. See you next time. The Mutant Agent.